Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another episode of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we have the privilege of speaking with brand leaders about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Tom Carasona, who's the Chief Marketing Officer for Insomnia Cookies. Tom, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you as well. Um, can you, uh, first off, when we start these, we'd like to uh, get to know the people we're interviewing on a little more personal level. So first off, it would be nice to know what you do at Insomnia Cookies, uh, maybe a little bit about your background and potentially even a fun fact. We know uh, in, in the prelude to this, that you're a Giants fan, uh, do you like scuba diving? Do you have 45 kids? Uh, you know, what may, uh, what, uh, what's a fun fact? Sure. Uh, not 45 kids, but let me, uh, just by background, so it's Tom Carasona. I'm the chief marketing officer of Insomnia Cookies. Uh, the, I've been here about three and a half years. The path to get here for me, I started uh, from the New York area uh, originally and uh, worked in some advertising agencies, moved to Philly, did a little more of that. And then I worked at Comcast um, and Aramark, kind of two big massive companies here, headquartered here in Philly. And then um, I got a great opportunity to come and you know, kind of take on the, the world's greatest marketing job, uh, you know, marketing cookies to insomniacs across the country. And uh, it's been really fun in terms of fun, fun facts. Um, yeah, three little boys, they're a blast. Um, I'm a big skier, so I'm enjoying the snow and uh, taking my boys out skiing as much as possible. And um, my favorite cookie, I wanna do that. Favorite cookie, salted caramel deluxe. Highly recommended. Okay. Uh, deluxe, perfect, that's good. Uh, for those who may not know uh, about Insomnia Cookies, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the brand, uh, the background, what you guys yeah. do and, and how you do it? Sure, absolutely. So Insomnia Cookies is a pretty interesting story. It was started by a college student, um, Seth Berkowitz, who's still my boss and the, uh, the president and CEO. So he was a college student at the University of Pennsylvania and uh, up late one night, like we all are often in college, looking for kind of a midnight snack. And he was really getting sick of, you know, the same pizza and cheesesteak kind of options that he had. Um, and as legend goes, he started baking up cookies and handing them out on campus and realized that he was bringing a ton of joy and warmth into all these, um, you know, fellow students minds and he thought maybe this is maybe this is a real business opportunity so um that's kind of how the company was born it was truly born from a college campus um and then we opened up some you know brick and mortar locations at other college towns in syracuse and college park maryland um and then it just kind of kept growing from there similar we say kind of similar to facebook it started like like a viral sensation from these colleges that started to connect um and you know the the value prop of of the company is that it's warm cookies delivered late into the night. Uh, we like to say warm, delicious, delivered. Um, and we've got 212 plus locations now across the country, a mix of traditional college towns um, and then cities where we have you know, multiple um, stores. We kind of move you know, after the college, you kind of look at um, you know, downtown city locations, okay, locations where we can own the night because being open late is really another uh, important part of our DNA. Okay. How, how late are most of the stores open? Most are open to at least 1 or 3 a.m. Um, almost every day of the week. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. 
I think earlier this year or maybe early last year, uh, should I say in 2021, you launched a Cookie Magic Unlimited Cookie program. Can you tell us about the program, what went into launching that program and some of the benefits? Sure, yeah. Um, so we had been thinking about a membership program for a long time for Insomnia Cookies. You know, we have a, a pretty rapid fan base. Um, you know, we talk about a community, a, a true community of insomniacs. We call our our customers and actually our employees insomniacs as well. And we're trying to figure out, you know, is there an opportunity for kind of our best insomniacs, the ones that are most engaged to have an even deeper relationship with us. So that's where Cookie Magic kind of um, spawned from. Um, the program is, uh, it's $9.99 a month. It's basically unlimited cookies. You get a free cookie every single day. Um, whether you walk in the store, you just grab a cookie and go, or you get one delivered to you. Um, and then also comes with um, free lo uh, local delivery. So our stores right now are a mix of, if you live near a store, you can get a warm cookie delivered, you know, late into the night, just like you get pizza delivered. Um, but if you live outside of our footprint, you could get nationwide shipping. So um, on the uh, on the local delivery, you get free delivery, you get the free cookie. And then if you're ordering nationwide shipping, it's 20% off all shipping orders. And then on top of that, we do um, just tons of like exclusive deals, promos. We'll do you know, early product previews for the uh, Cookie Magic members, really try to treat them like VIPs um, and kind of see what works in terms of driving value for them. Okay. So for $9.99 a month, I, I get a free cookie every day delivered if I wanted one? Yes. It's still oh, okay. the minimum of delivery to okay. do the delivery. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but you could just walk in the store to get a cookie and walk out. Okay. Um, what do you see from a behavior perspective? People that are, uh, you know, with the 99 a month, are, are they coming into the store more frequently? Is that kind of the, are they kind of giving a mix, hitting that, that minimum delivery threshold? What, do, what are you seeing so far it's, with the program? It's a pretty good mix. I think one of the things that was um, maybe most surprising, maybe not because we designed it this way, but um, kind of the attachment to those special deals that we're providing. So it's the, those are the basic deals, right? Like, and the, the number one reason why they, you know, want to stay in the program is the free cookie. But on top of that, we really give them um, amazing deals and exclusive for brand new products and stuff. So the attachment and the trial of those has been really, really strong. And we've been happy with that. Okay, great. When you launched the loyalty program, you know, what was the thought process about having a paid membership uh, program? Was it the ability to, to be able to do some unique uh, kind of rewards or uh, be able to offer uh, unique incentives? You know, when you when most people launch a loyalty program, uh, you know, it, it, they, they may or may not have a paid component too. So it's always interesting to see, you know, what the thought process that went into, you know, uh, you know launching a paid program. Sure. And, and just for some context, we actually do have both. So that we do have okay. a kind of traditional loyalty program for you to join. Um, it's pretty basic, uh, which I actually like about it. It's basically, you know, you earn a certain or you yeah, earn a certain amount of points, and then you can redeem those points for value in the store. So your 100 points gives you kind of $10 back in value. Um, and then we, you know, just like traditional loyalty programs, we provide additional uh, layers of benefit to them as well. This is really about kind of differentiating, um, you know, the loyalty, the core loyalty program to this kind of elevated program um, for these kind of super users of Insomnia. We knew were coming a lot. We wanted to give them more value. And really, if you order just a couple times a month, program pretty much pays for itself. Um, so that's kind of how we, we saw this all come together. Okay, excellent. 
when you uh, kind of thought about the program, I know you uh, also launched an experiential kind of cookie lab, a new storefront uh, kind of layout uh, in early 2021. Can you tell us about that concept and, you know, kind of the goals you have for it? Uh, I know a lot of brands are looking for more experiential rewards and a way to get those uh, brand advocates engaged with the, with the uh, you know, the brand in a kind of a deeper level. Was that your thinking going into the cookie lab? Yeah, the, it's funny. The, the, Cookie Lab is almost like a physical example of loyalty for Insomnia Cookies, right? So we built this, this um, physical location that's in Philadelphia. And um, the idea of it is really putting kind of the, what we call cookievation, which is our innovation um, and new products and new ideas, really into the hands of Insomniac customers. Um, so we have this awesome location. It's in South Philadelphia. There's a normal Insomnia Cookies in the front, you could go in there, get your cookies and ice cream, whatever you want to do. And then there's this secret bookcase that opens up into a speakeasy, or we, as we like to call it, a sweet easy. And you kind of go down this really cool corridor and you're entered into this amazing kind of, um, I call it like a brand explosion of insomnia cookies. You know, we, we have like the own the night mentality. We've got really cool lighting. Um, it's just a really wild, elevated experience. And then, um, the lab element of it is what really makes you unique. So you can customize your cookies. You could start with the dough, add in whatever you want. We'll bake it right up for you. And then you've suddenly made, you know, Mark's unique cookie. Um, or you can start with the base of a cookie, just like you would with like ice cream and kind of build um, a cookie with all types of stuff on top of it, kind of like a sundae. Um, so we're really, and then we also have um, Kind of over the top milkshakes, which is something that we don't offer at any other stores just at this location. So it's this really amazing experiential um, kind of version of the brand. We also are kind of learning from Insomniac there in terms of you know what toppings they're using or what ingredients they're using and mixes and trying to uh, pull those insights back into kind of uh, our core um, menu at Insomnia Cookies. Um, so getting back to loyalty, you know, like I started with, this is for what we're seeing there is um, people who have never been exposed to the brand are coming in, but we're also seeing like super users of the brand that might live three or four hours away, you know, getting into their cars, creating a TikTok about like this destination in Philadelphia that we've created. So that's what I mean by like, it's like a physical representation of loyalty. Um, you know, we, we started with the insights that, you know, people really love the customization of our brand and cookies. And um, we just kind of let it roll from there. Um, and then in terms of cookie magic, you know, we're trying to figure out ways, can they, you know, there's often a line to get into the cookie um, lab. Can we, can we give other perks to cookie magic members to let's say skip the line or get a preview of a new cookie or try a milkshake before anyone else gets it. So again, trying to add that layer of uh, value to our cookie magic members if they're going to visit the cookie lab. Okay. I think, uh, um, uh, the speakeasy concept is very interesting. Uh, Chip and Dan Heath have a book called uh, The Power of Moments, and they talk about uh, some, some of those things, like there's a cookie hotline, uh, sorry, a, a popsicle hotline at a Magic Castle Hotel in Las Vegas, the same thing, kind of an average hotel, but they have that speakeasy where you can call this red uh, phone by the pool and you can call and get a popsicle, any popsicle, just standard icicle popsicles, right? But And then the same thing, they had some other brands doing the same thing with kind of that speakeasy because it creates that unique uh, dopamine rush and creates yeah. a unique level of engagement. That's really cool to hear that you guys are doing that. Yeah, it's really, it's fun to, to go there and just kind of watch 
insomniacs interact and and the uh the moment where the bookcase kind of opens up is a it's a really special moment and like you said it creates that immediate um kind of emotional connection with our consumers now do you how, how do people find out about the speakeasy is it being a, a member of the program or uh... no i mean the, the speakeasy is open for anybody so you know we're doing traditional marketing of it um a lot of social media a lot of influencers um because it is such a uh, a shareable kind of experience. Um, okay. So, and it also kind of markets itself, right? You've got people in there. Every time that door opens, they've got their phone up and they're kind of recording the entire experience because it is pretty memorable and unique. Okay, great. When you look at your customer loyalty program, what are two or three things that you think uh, that are doing well with the program that you guys are doing a good job with? Yeah, I think uh, speaking of cookie magic specifically, I think number one and most importantly, like happy insomniac. So we're we're scoring, we're asking, we did a survey a few months ago just to kind of um, get a view on what you know the current members thought of the program. They they really um, scored it very high in terms of likelihood to recommend to other consumers. So I was really happy with that. Um, and then the other thing, what I kind of mentioned earlier, is just kind of that attachment to our products, right? So they're not just using it for a free cookie. They're really adding these additional products and trying new things, um, you know, trying new deals, trying brand new products that we haven't even, you know, uh, put out to the, the the public yet. But really connecting and having a deeper relationship. Uh, I think those are probably two of the most important things for us that we're, we're learning. Okay, that's awesome. And when you look at customer loyalty, we always like to understand how brands are defining customer loyalty from a qualitative or quantitative perspective. So what does customer loyalty mean to you and to your organization? So for us, you know, I, I mentioned this idea of um, community being really important to us. So like loyalty is kind of the ultimate goal of everything that we do, right? So not just being part of a program, but being brand loyal to Insomnia Cookies and feeling like you're really an insomniac and that we've built this, you know, thriving community of people that have this shared love for, you know, a late night snack uh, with Insomnia. And I think that, that that's kind of like, the top of everything that we're trying to do, whether you're in marketing or any other role in Insomnia Cookies. Um, and then everything else around it is, would be kind of normal marketing KPIs, right? We're trying to grow the programs. We're trying to understand more about the value of those customers, um, you know, how long they're staying with the, uh, the current rates, things like that. Um, I think just all those other metrics kind of surround it. But really at the end of the day, loyalty is, is kind of like the number one thing that we're trying to do as a company. Okay. You mentioned some of the uh, kind of the things that you're doing to evolve it uh, beyond just transactions. That was great to hear. When you look at some challenges for your brand, a lot of technology challenges, right? Uh, whether it's having a community that's integrated or you know being able to use uh, different types of data to create engagement, um, especially for a very personal brand like yourself, right? Where I'm sure people at Penn and, and uh, College Park and other locations have a pretty uh, unique relationship with, uh, you know, the, the, not the barista, but the cookieista or the, the local owners. So, you know, how, how do you leverage technology to enhance the customer loyalty that individuals have with the brand? Yeah, there's a couple of different ways that we're leveraging it. One is... Um, trying to understand insights from um, our loyalty customers and how the, so from a product perspective, meaning our food product, are there insights that we can pull out that actually help us um, create a better cookie in the future or create a better uh, LTO or whatever that might be. So I think that's a big part of it. Um, I think challenges from a technology perspective 
are uh, a little bit of what you talked about, but also having kind of different information from different sources in different places, right? So like, how do we start to connect the dots between a, we've got a, a um, legacy POS and a new POS coming out, right? We've got a website and an app over here, uh, really trying to connect the dots so that when we talk about a consumer, right? One insomniac, we know that that's that same person and we have a full 360 view of that person and we could start to build out their profile so that we truly understand um, you know, what motivates them and what's gonna keep them coming back as an insomniac and what can we do to be better to serve them? So um, I think that's probably the biggest challenge is just, you know, there's so much data and information and how do we pull it together in a way that totally makes sense and that we feel really confident with. Okay. You talked about it a little bit. Um, personalization is, is very important. Uh, knowing what a person's favorite cookie may be or kind of their propensity to buy or when they're buying, or even if it's tied to a stressful event, like a, a big test or what have you, you know, how do you look at the, the opportunity of personalization for, for you and your program? Yeah, I mean, you know, it starts again with our, our menu um, and just the, the fact that so much of our menu truly can be customized to the person, right? Just to put it in perspective, you know, we're not just selling one cookie that you get to pick or even 10 cookies. You know, we have a, a whole menu of cookies and then you can put them together in many different ways that are going to be really relevant to you. So if you want to make a cookie, which, which is our, you know, uh, ice cream sandwich, you get to pick the top cookie, the bottom cookie, the ice cream flavor, the mix-ins and the flavor. Um, there's, you know, millions of combinations. Um, so it really starts with that, that menu and understanding or giving our customers the ability to customize um, as much as possible. And the flip side is that, of that is, how do we leverage the data to be as relevant and useful back to our customers as possible, right? So whether it's, you know, if we know you've ordered something 75 times, you come to the website, we try to make it as easy as possible for you to reorder that. Um, we're starting to get a little bit more advanced in terms of journeys and, you know, being able to understand, you know, Bob ordered for the last 17 Tuesdays, let's remind him again to order this Tuesday, right? Just trying to be a little bit more connected on a one-to-one -one basis from a marketing perspective um, with our customers and to kind of connect the dots there from the product and you know, how unique it is to you, the customer, and then how we can uh, message them and, and market to them in a unique way as well. Okay. One of the things we like to understand too is uh, with regard to uh, your customers. Uh, you know, a lot of changes going through COVID. Customers are changing before that. You know, some perceived, some real. You know, how do you feel your customers are changing, and how are you as a brand uh, changing or adapting to that change? Yeah, the the COVID was really interesting for us. Um, you know, I talked about us being kind of grounded in the history of a college, being a college brand, which is great. However, if you remember those first few weeks of COVID, the first institutions that were affected by COVID were colleges, right? Harvard and Stanford, all these big colleges started shutting down and all of our customers were going home and not necessarily in our footprint anymore. So we have to really like think and act quickly and pivot. And uh, one of the things we did was really pivot and offer uh, that nationwide shipping option as a, as a more of a, a lead horse in many ways so that we could connect with consumers that may have been displaced from COVID. So, um, that was a great way at first to connect with our college students that were displaced. But then what it also did for us was actually expose insomnia to a nationwide audience, right? With only 200 stores, we're still relatively small, right? You know, you might have a, another brand that has 
80 stores in one market. We're talking about 200 across the whole country. So by um, starting to uh, do a little bit more marketing on the nationwide uh, perspective, it started bringing new audiences for us, which is interesting. Uh, we also saw an occasion shift. So the main occasion that insomnia kind of exists to serve is immediate indulgence, right? Like I need a cookie right now. Let me go get my cookie. Let me get it delivered. Let's get this you know, group of people studying together some cookies. Um, we started to see a shift or at least a growing opportunity for us in planned occasions, right? Birthdays and, you know, anniversaries and graduations and Mother's Day and all these kind of gifting occasions started to become an opportunity for us. Um, and then we started bringing in some, you know, new customer segments, which was ended up benefiting us in the long run. Okay. When you look at the measurement, uh, measurement is very important uh, from a customer knowledge perspective. Is it driving incremental revenue? Is it driving incremental spend? Uh, especially when you have to go back to the CFO, your controller to get uh, incremental investment. Um, you know, when you look at KPIs, what uh, do you and your team look to measure uh, regarding the success of your customer loyalty, customer experience efforts? Yeah, I mean, of course, you're going to start with all those, you know, those top line metrics, just like total number of um, members in the program, paid members, um, if speaking specifically to Cookie Magic, um, trying to understand um, how many of our paid members are actually on some type of promo, right? Like we might offer a free month trial or something like that and try to understand what that churn rate is. That's really important. Um, and, you know, getting to, let's say like an LTV, but really it's like a, a yearly value of, of a customer. Um, that's kind of like the ultimate um, metric that we're trying to understand and trying to understand that in comparison to the other, other segments that we have. Uh, I think that's really important. Um, and then everything else that surrounds it is um, some of the things I talked about earlier, right? Like um, attachment to some of the deals or products that we're, we're pushing out there, um, you know, likelihood to recommend and connect with other insomniacs and how do we grow that kind of community. Um, and then just overall satisfaction with the program and with insomnia cookies. Can there be some type of connection there? Okay. And what's the next big thing for insomnia cookies uh, with regard to their approach to customer loyalty? You know, I think the next big thing is, is kind of what I was talking about earlier, trying to get a better 360 view, uh, you know, a confident 360 degree view of our customer, like really understand, okay, you know, um, this customer is bouncing between ordering for delivery, sending gifts through nationwide shipping and going to this store, right? Trying to get a view of that um, in a way that we feel really confident with, and then we could start to build um, journeys and campaigns around. I think if we can get there, um, which we're really close to, is just kind of hooking it all together. Um, we're going to be able to be that much more efficient and powerful and effective with our with our communication. Okay. Um, the competitive set, I think, could be pretty uh, wide for you. Other cookie companies, right? Uh, other confectionery, potentially even uh, pizza and other delivery service, I think, could be somewhat competitive, potentially. Who is your competitive set and what are you doing that's different or unique vis-a-vis customer loyalty to that group? Yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think, you know, we compete for immediate indulgence occasions, right? That could be late at night and that could be other cookie companies that exist. It could be um, pizza and tacos, whatever, whatever kind of is open late uh, <laughs> that, you know, people are looking we're thinking about from a share of stomach perspective. Um, I think typically we see that if you're a sweets person, you kind of, you know, are, we're looking competitive, competing most directly in the kind of sweet space, but we do kind of think about that. Um, 
broadly. And then, you know, on the gifting side, it's everything, right? Like think about Valentine's Day now, we could be competing against a flower company or a, you know, a, a fruit basket company, like you name it. You know, there's so many different ways to send a gift, but cookies are kind of a big part of that. Um, so I think that that's, we try to be as open and understanding as possible. And there's certain, obviously certain brands that we're keeping an eye on and um, just understanding what they're doing in the space um, and how it might affect our insomnia. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. It was very interesting to hear uh, about, you know, what you guys do and how you do it uh, and kind of how you approach the Insomniac group. And I think uh, you're doing some very uh, cool things with regard to personalization and and adapting to the the changing customers. So it was great getting to know you a little bit uh, personally, Tom, and then also getting more to know about uh, how I can get cookies in the mail and then kind of the program you have. It's a great program and you're doing some great work. Thanks. I appreciate it, Mark. It's really nice to uh, meet you and Carly. Thanks for having us today and uh, looking forward to connecting in the future. Absolutely. And uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Please join us back for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series soon. Have a wonderful day.